Hello, this is Dr. Morris Duffy, and I'm thrilled. I'm excited to be here with one of my heroes, uh, Stephen Miller. You know, Paralympian, champion, uh, gold medal winner, uh, all-round good guy, fantastic uh, human being. Stephen, hello, how are you? Yeah, I'm really good. It's really good to be here. Good. So, so you know, thank you for thank you for joining me. Um, you know, people are going to be know you in the northeast, especially. Uh, but know you right across the UK. Uh, so tell me a little bit about yourself for, uh, so that others can find out about you. Yes, well, I'm doing a good I do athletics. My, my event is called the Club Throw, and um, it's equivalent to the javelin for my disability class. And I've been competing for a long time now. So I've been to six Parliament Games. My first being in Atlanta in 1996, where I won, I won gold and became the youngest ever track and field gold medalist for Great Britain. Um, and since then, um, yeah, I've just really had a great career. Um, won six Paralympic medals. I held the world record for the club for for nine years, and um, I was I was hoping to to compete in Tokyo this year, but that will have to wait till next year. Okay, and and Stephen, obviously, I, I I know you. So you know what what is so for people listening. You know what is the disability that you suffer from, and you know how long have you suffered from it? Yeah, well, I I don't tend to use the phrase "suffer from" because I have a I kind of the way I describe it is I have a condition which is okay. called cerebral palsy. And um, I, I had it from birth, so when I was born, uh, my head got a bit bashed on the way out, so I got a little bit of brain damage that caused, that caused um, a bit of confusion in my brain, and it affects my balance and coordination, and so, you know, this makes things, um, movements a little bit more difficult. But mm -hmm. to be honest, like, because I've had this condition from birth, it's, it's my normal. It's, uh, that's how I like to say. Um, I don't know any difference, so this is who I am. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm very comfortable with that. It's, it's mm -hmm. a condition that it's not going to get worse, so I can look at it for yeah. a long time. And, and I have heard you obviously describe it many times, and you know, I, I often say there's no disability in life, only a bad attitude. Um, but you know, the condition that, that, that you suffer, that you, that you live with, the condition that you live with um, on a daily basis, you know, it's, it's extraordinary what you have achieved. What, what age were you when you went first to the Olympics? Yeah, so my first Olympics, I was 
and just over 16 years old. So, wow, yeah, wow. I was the youngest member of the team. So, yeah, it was a great experience um, and something that I'll never forget. And, and, and at, at 16, which, which Olympics was it again? It was uh, Atlanta in 1996. And how did that feel? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really expect to go to the games. I was uh, so young. So when I got selected, it was quite a little bit of a surprise. Um, and it was quite scary to think about going mm. away um, without my parents. Um, I'd never been anywhere without my parents before, really. Mm. So to fly all the way to America with a team was quite a daunting experience. But um, I kind of, um, I'm really glad I did it because I really, it helped me to be more independent. It helped mm. me with my confidence in life. And um, I had a lot of great teammates and a lot of great coaches who helped me to cope with the experience. Mm. I, I, you know, I, I have obviously seen you, uh, you know, playing your sport um, and it's just extraordinary, right? You know, absolutely extraordinary. What kind of training does that involve? What, what does it mean you have to do? And, and you know, I, I was talking to uh, Chris Cook. I don't know whether you know Chris or not, uh, the swimmer from South Shields. Yeah. And he was telling me about your working out in the gym. He had seen you working out in the gym. Uh, you know, he was impressed as an athlete. And, you know, as a non-athlete, I, I was very impressed. So what kind of conditioning do you need to do? What kind of exercise routine do you follow? Yeah, I know Chris really well because we, yeah, we used, to, used to train together engagement at the AIS, so, you know, um, yeah, well, I do a sport which is very physically demanding, and being a thrower, you have to be very strong, you have to be very flexible, and, you know, you have to have a lot of explosive power and to generate the kind of speed that you need. Um, when it comes to throwing, it's all about technique and speed. And um, the faster, the faster you can release the club, the, the further it's gonna go, basically, if you get it in the right direction. So, mm. I mean, the training I do is all based around maximizing the speed that I can move my body at. And so it's all about, I do a lot of um, work in the gym to work on uh, just increasing strength and mobility. Um, but you know, a lot of the work is to make the body um, strong enough to cope with the force that you're going to put through it. So, you know, it's a lot of um, stability work on mm. the core 
your call has to be very strong to cope with what's going to go through it and do a lot of core work on my lower back, my legs. But even though I was sitting down, I still have to have strong legs and a strong core. So it's very much working the whole body mm. and getting the whole mm. body in balance. So, yeah, and I've, yeah. I've done pretty much the same kind of training over the last 20 years. Um, so, yeah, it works for me. Yeah, I, 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 I'm nodding in agreement when you're describing it. Um, but that is, I've seen, I've seen the way that you, you know, move your body and that the, the kind of contortions you have to go through. It's absolutely extraordinary. And if anybody, you know, should uh, get the opportunity, they should look at you on, you know, YouTube channels or on online because it is absolutely extraordinary. Um, how do you keep going, Stephen? You know, you've you've been there since sixteen. You know, you're and that was Atlanta. That was nineteen ninety six. You know, you're. Now looking forward to Tokyo next year. How how do you keep yourself motivated? Yeah, I think I'm I'm very good at moving on, moving on, and from success and finding new new goals to aim for. Um, so I think it's very important that when you have success, you celebrate it. Um, but then you kind of put it behind you and look towards the next goal. And that's, that's what I've always tried to do throughout my career, is always try to, to look forward, really, and think, what do I want to achieve next? Um, and then that's what I'm doing now, and I think well, it's very important in all aspects of life, you, you don't kind of get stuck in the past or mm. you don't think too much about what, you, what you've achieved, what you kind of like, you keep looking forward and then I think that's what I, I like to do in my life. And um, as well, I think kind of as long as my body is willing and is able, I'll have the right mindset to be able to keep one because of because of those values that I have in terms of um, goal setting and being able to to move on from success. And 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 your mindset is you know the resilience, the tenacity, you know the the uh, willingness to keep going is absolutely extraordinary. And it's, uh, you know, it's a real example to other people on what you can achieve and you know, what, is what is available to you. you know, uh, how are you managing isolation and lockdown now? How, how are you finding it? Yeah, it's very strange. I think most people will agree that it's not something that we've ever experienced in our lifetime. So, it's very different not being able to go out and do the things that you norm you would normally do. It's, I think it's just trying to adjust to a new 
a new reality. Um, so I think that's what I've been trying to do over the last few months is trying to process what's happening and trying to accept it and understand what it means to me in my life. I think what's helped me is I'm very much somebody who looks at what I can control in life and I try not to get too not to get too worried about all the things that are out, outside of my control. So that's what I've been trying to, to focus on, kind of what I can control um, and what kind of things I can do to make the most of this time. Yeah. That's, a, that's a, 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 obviously a very good attitude in looking at what you can control and controlling those things that you can control and you know living living in the present and living in the now and uh, you know not living too far in the future living too far in the past um, those are extraordinary things so you know as a as a sporting icon as a as a hero to many people who who are the people that you admire who who would be you know your sporting hero or who would be the person that you would admire most uh, well i always say that the person who inspired me to to be to try and be a part of me and to try and be the best I could be, I guess would be Linda Christie. I remember I was very young when I watched the Barcelona Olympics in nineteen ninety two and I watched Linda Christie win the gold medal against all the Americans and um, I, that really inspired me and um, really made me think that um, I, I would love to represent my country and love to, to get to the top in, in sport um, and kind of now I guess the person I look up to now the most is Roger Federer. I think Roger Federer for me is probably the best athlete that's ever lived in terms of what he can do and the talent he's got, but also the mindset that he has that he can stay so calm under, under pressure. And he also seems like a really nice guy off the court. I think for me, that's even more important. Um, when I look towards people, I need to know that um, they're not, they don't just want to win. They want to win in the right way and respect their opponents and respect the sport. I think that's really important. Mm. And, and what would you say, Stephen? You know, to um, you know, a lot of people that that I work with right now, you know, they're 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 struggling with mental, uh, you know, their mental health. You know, they're feeling isolated. They're feeling lonely. They're feeling, you know, when will this end? Yeah. You know, what would you what would you say to any of those individuals about you know the way that they should look at life? Yeah. Oh. 
I'm a big believer in positive thinking. And I think um, throughout my life, um, I've been instilled, um, I've been instilled with a positive attitude. I think um, it's really, it's really unbelievable how the way you think can affect how you feel, it can affect what you do. And I think, you know, the more you can think positively about anything in your life, you'll find that things will change the way you feel. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel more optimistic. You're going to have more energy, more motivation if you just try and think positively about more about more aspects of your life. It, it sounds like a really simple thing to say, but if you do it on a consistent basis, it really does make a big difference. Just that one thing of like trying to look at everything in a positive way and trying to see the, oh, the opportunities even even in the worst times, like we're going through a bad time now, but even in this time, there's still opportunities to do things, to get better, to grow as a person. And you just have to look at things in the right way. Yeah, you know, every, every time I talk to you, you inspire me. Uh, it's, uh, oh. absolute, it's absolutely extraordinary. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, I talk about you quite a lot um, uh, in, you know, since uh, we had that meeting in, uh, in the hotel yeah. uh, because I came away from that meeting thinking, you know, what an extraordinary individual you actually are. What a, a Nikon you are to so many people and to me. Um, you know, the inspiration, you know, your, your positivity, the mindset, the resilience, you know, what you have achieved is, you know, that's just unbelievable. Um, you know, so it's just fantastic. And, and you know, I, I would love lots and lots of other people to get to hear you because I think you have so much to say and, and you have such a compelling story. And it's not just a story, it's such a compelling life. Um, so with, in all of this, you know, what do you do to relax? Uh, I kind of like, I like to write. Um, I like to write, I like to read. Uh, I like to play chess and, and try and try and use this time to get to get better with chess, um, mm. which is um, not easy to do. Um, but yeah, I like to um, I like to watch TV and and then spend time with. I'm I'm going to spend a lot more time with my wife because. Um, me and my wife, we both work very hard and we both travel a lot. So actually, over the last few years, we haven't really spent a lot of time together, really, because we're both so busy um, with life. So it's been quite nice to just take a bit of a break and spend some mm. 
quality time together. And then yeah. I kind of, you realize in times like this, you kind of, you realize what's really important mm. in your life. Mm. And mm. It, gives you, it gives you the opportunity to step back and to appreciate the things in your life that you probably don't appreciate enough. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I, I was listening to your poetry and, uh, you know, I, I was going to ask you to kind of give us some of the, uh, the, the poetry if you, if you haven't, if you haven't uh, any of it in your head, right? Because, uh, it was funny. I was, uh, and I was, uh, obviously listening to your wife and yourself talking about the poetry. It was really funny. Yeah. Uh, do you have, do you have any piece of poetry you could share with us? Uh, well, I think, uh, I remember... I think I know the poem you're talking about, so I, I could, I think I can remember that poem. I go, I, go for it. Yeah, I wrote it a while ago and it's quite um, unusual, so it's called Oddbark. So I think, um, <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I try to remember it. So it's in love with an Oddbark, the way he looks. Makes my heart talk. Let's not waste time with small talk. We can start a new species and build an ark. <laughs> Fantastic. So, uh, you know, what is uh, what music do you listen to, uh, Stephen? Yeah, uh, are, 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 are you a music listener? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I grew up. I grew up with music, I think, like, when I was really young, like, when I was a kid, my first memory of music is Stevie Wonder, and then I used to sing, I, I used to sing, and I just called to say, I love you. I used to love that song when I was a kid, and, and yeah, I love music, but I think my taste in music is very broad. I like anything from 1990s American hip hop to uh, modern country to dance music. So I like a bit of everything, to be honest. Apart, well, I like anything that's a bit unusual. I'm not, I'm not really into popular music, but um, I think popular, popular music is mainly only there to make money, so I think, um, but yeah, I, I, I listen to a lot of music. Wow, that's, that's just fantastic, and, and you know, I, I, I thank you so much for uh, you know, spending the last 15-20 minutes with me. You know, when we when we met just be, last time, just before isolation, you know, I was looking forward so much to doing some work with you, you know, yeah. as the as the athlete, as the athlete and the old guy, um, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm sure, I'm sure we will get to that in the future. You know, you are, as I said, an inspiration. You know, I look forward to uh, your participation in Tokyo, where I know you'll like, do extraordinarily well. Um, you know, all my love to your to your family. You know, thank you for sharing some time. You know, uh, Stephen Miller, my hero, inspiration, icon. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been great.
If you're interested in change, mindset and personal development, whether in your personal life or career, you can head over to morristuffy.com forward slash resources, where you'll be able to access loads of inspirational material, articles, podcasts and motivational thoughts, as well as meditation and visualization exercises. You can also get in touch with Dr. Maurice Duffy and his team by email on letstalkatmorristuffy.com. And don't forget to follow him on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook. Simply search for at the Beak Squawks.